You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Greetings and salutations. This is episode 99 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 99. I'm here with my brother Robin, and we're going to talk all about the new adventures of his life. How are you today? I'm not too bad, and how are you? I'm terrific. Good. Good. So this is episode 99? Yes. Episode 99. I was going to make a joke about Wayne Gretzky, but it wasn't going to be a very great one. Ah, I see what you did you there. You see what I did there? I see That's what you did bad. there. That's not bad. I, I was thinking about it all day, how to make that funny, but... Uh, I almost took the wind out of your sails there. You, you did. I had to delete that <laughs> part, so... Sorry about that. Yeah, I had no, no idea that was coming. I guess we think alike. I guess we do. Okay, so you've been on Soul Forge before. I have. Uh, we talked about childhood memories and all kinds of trauma and things. Yes. I don't remember which episode that was, but I think it was on Skype. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. And, and then... Uh, yes, it was. It was It was uh, a conversation, I think, we had that we were having that turned into an episode, yeah, essentially. I, I think it just did. Yeah. 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 And, uh, of course, every time I go back to the Sioux, we get together, we record yeah. some uh, Rusted Robot podcast, we recorded some Space Jam podcast that you hosted. That's right. Uh, we always had your buddy Wit on to talk about his uh, lack of sexual experiences and then all the sex that he had. Then all of the sex, yeah. There's, and, yeah. So, it's like a graduation process for him. It kind of is joining the Soul Forge podcast. That's true. So I'm hoping with me returning, that trend will continue, as far as the graduation and and, and the growing and getting better. We'll have to see how that goes. We'll have to see how that goes. All right, so you, my friend, are my younger brother. That's right, You're yes. You recently turned 33? Yes, 33. How does that make you feel? Um, some days I feel 70 physically, uh-huh. but I still feel young mentally. Well, that's good. That's good. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Okay, well, you're here, and why are we recording an episode? Well, you are embarking on a new chapter in your life. Yes. Consider it my spiritual journey. And are you saying that because you're 33 and that was the age of Jesus and you're super religious? I am not religious at all. So it's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about this new chapter. All right. Let's do that. So we're here in Timmins. Yes. Uh, we are both born and raised in Sault Ste. Marie. Correct. And I've been in Timmins for 16 years, roughly. Yeah. You have been here for three days. Three days. On your journey. On my journey. Of who knows how long. Because this past weekend, mm-hmm. Brother Curtis moved you up here. That's right. And now you're here. And now I'm here. And he uh, he just kind of threw your stuff in the back of his truck, moved you up here, 
dropped the stuff off and left. Yeah, pretty much. And he said, Sean, now he's your trouble, your problem, <laughs> your responsibility. You deal with him. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, right? Pretty much how is how it went, yeah. Yes. So why did you choose to leave the Sioux at this age? It was it was tough to leave the Sioux. Yes, because you had a whole life there. Yes, a whole life. Uh, my children, especially, are there. Yes. And... I had to do some deep, critical thinking Uh about this decision. And staying in the Sioux was just not a healthy one. Okay. Okay. Because you you were born and raised there. Yes. You lived there your entire life. You never went away to university like Curtis and I did. No. I went to school or college locally at uh, Sioux College. Right. So So you've never had the experience of of living living outside of Sioux St. Marie. That's right. The Sioux, as we call it. Mm Mm-hmm. The Sewers. The sewers. I, that's what also we call it, too. Yeah. I, that must be new. It's newish. That wasn't. The it's thing. not. It's not a good one either. But you know, it's the sewers. Well, it works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, thirty-three years old. Thirty-three years old. M- moving in with brother Sean. <laughs> moving in, yeah, with brother Sean out of out of the city, up here in Timmins. Yeah. And and you've come here yes. quite a bit. You've visited off and on. Yes, I, I've been coming here almost as long as you've been living here for pretty, a visit, pretty, uh, essentially. Pretty well, you've probably once. been here ten or a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. so and I'm somewhat familiar with the city. You are. You like the town? I do. I don't mind it here. I uh, Anytime I came here for the visits, it was always a holiday because it got me out of Sault Ste. Marie. Right. It was beautiful. It was lovely. It's quiet here. You find? I find it quiet. I consider it the land that culture forgot, well, but it, it's gotten fair. it's gotten better since I moved here. It has, it has increased over, over the time that I've known it. Yes, and I'd like to think I brought some of the culture here with the podcast. I think you may have. I don't know if that's true, I but don't know, I would like to think so. Well, but you might as well give yourself a pat on the back. I might as well because yeah. nobody else will, no, right? Exactly. So here it is, pat on the back for <laughs> Sean. Uh, but no, now you're here. Yeah. You recently. Uh, ended your podcast run. Yes. About two or three months ago? About three months ago. Yeah. What, what prompted that? Um, ex- exhaustion. Really? Yes. I was exhausted from doing that and a whole bunch of other stuff that I was doing. Oh. Let's just say I'm a man who was wearing many hats. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, because you've been wearing the same one since you got here. So. <laughs> Metaphorically, of oh, course. Oh, metaphorically. Okay. Yes. I never learned to speak metaphorical. No? No. You should. I, it sounds fascinating. Maybe you'll have to teach me. Your vocabulary there. will rise. It'll increase. Yes. Oh. It'll double. Yeah, that's right. Or something. Something like that. Okay. So, but you quit the podcasting. The Space Gem is no more. It's no more. Uh, there could be a return in sometime in the future, mm-hmm. but... It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a sad decision? No. We were both pretty much fed up with it. And we didn't have, uh, like, we had a few dedicated listeners, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't be enough to drive anybody. We were talking about the same things every week. It was very repetitive. Uh, And there's only so much of that stuff that you can talk about before it gets old. And so you did it for about three years? Three years. Okay. To the the dot, we did it for three years. Yeah. Well, that's that's okay. That's a good run. Yeah. And then we shut it down and... Well, Rusted Robot has been going uh, for, it was five years back in this past January, so we're almost at five and a half years. Yeah. Uh, I did take a four-month hiatus in between uh, the end of my marriage right. and the end of that podcast uh, host, and then before I got Josh on it. Yeah. So retooled it and 
made it fresher, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. uh, Soul Forge has been going since uh, the end of July 2017, so it's almost two years old. And growing yet, like a baby. Growing like a baby. I'm not exhausted. No. I, I love podcasting. It's. I think it's the best thing I've ever done. It's my favorite. I don't necessarily have as many listeners as I would like, mm-hmm. or I don't get the feedback I would like. Yeah. But... I do it because I love it, not because I'm going to get rich on it or oh, yeah, we never, super famous. We never did it to do that either, but we did like to have these discussions anyways. And they were just stuff we'd always talk about regardless, so we decided to put it in a podcast. Yeah, lots but, of people do that. Yeah, and then so it's just, it, it got to be too much work on top of all the other work I was doing. I do understand. And it just, uh, it was too much and I had to start... Eliminating things. So the podcast had to go. The podcast had to go. And I get that. Um, the other day, I had a, uh, I guess you would call it a, uh, a podcast co-host or host meeting mm-hmm. with uh, the, the guys from the ESO network. Which of course Soulforge and Rust of Robot are part of. That's right. Uh, yes. So every few months they do a, uh, like a, not necessarily a podcast, but a. A, a Skype or Zoom call yeah. where they talk about the state of the network and, and so on and so forth. And uh, we, all, as hosts, just listen in and see what's coming up and what the plans are. Right. Uh, but I, I stayed past the end of the call and was talking to Mike and Mike, the co-hosts of uh, Earth Station One podcast, yes. the flagship. And they were both saying how much they enjoy Soulforge because it's totally unlike anything anybody else is doing because the topics are so varied and and various and just different. Yeah, really. That's that's amazing. So that was yeah. nice. That was awesome feedback. Yeah, it, for sure. It's, it's rare to get it. Uh, yeah. Get a lot of good feedback from Richard from Australia. Oh yes. He often like uh, likes and comments on the episode links on the Facebook page. I, I noticed this seems to be a pretty well well respected podcast because even back home, some of my friends would listen to it. Really? And, yeah. So, and it's always uh, there's always a different topic that's there's always a different story it's and it's always different and but it's still the same yes and just different enough that it's always interesting i like to keep the topics uh, very random and often talk about things that people don't talk about right to get the dialogue going not necessarily they're not emailing me soulforgepodcast at gmail.com but uh, if they're talking to their friends or even thinking about things that they normally wouldn't think about because this has prompted it, yeah. that's what it's for. Uh, and speaking of podcasts, let's just go ahead and we'll throw a uh, promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network into the show. Previously on Podcast Rule. Glomer is one of the most underrated cartoon characters of all time. Some call Glomer the Jar Jar of the PBU, you know. <laughs> I haven't stepped foot inside of a subway since, really. And neither is Jared. That's <laughs> true. You're over at my home every every week. Is there a meth lab here? Not a big one. I choose him, the one called Kirk. <laughs> I'm freaking James D. Kirk. <laughs> Find out more about Podcast Roll now on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. And don't forget AdamandJP.com and the ESO Network. And whatever promo I just posted in the editing sequence, it's an awesome podcast, and you guys should all check that out. That's right. Now back do to, it. Back to your life, Robin. Back to my life. Basically, what happened was you had no more job prospects. No more job prospects. What happened? Uh, well. Because you were working we, at the Dodge dealership for, what, three years? Three and a half years. Okay. There was a certain manager 
who didn't get along with uh, yours truly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We 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 butted heads. Uh oh. I questioned things. How dare I? You didn't toe the line. Mm, yeah, exactly. Mm. I was uh, a loose cannon, if you will. That, that's funny. Yeah. Yes, because for listeners who may not know, your dad, my stepfather, his nickname was Cannon. I, that's right. So therefore, you're a loose cannon. I'm a oh, loose cannon. You see, you see what I did? Pretty there? clever. That's inside baseball, though. <laughs> so anyways, um, now, yes, I was uh, late a couple of times throughout the year, or the, the like the last year or whatever it was. Yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. Some people can claim it's never happened to them, and good for them. I applaud you. But some of us are not meant and built to wake up early and and start our day. You are. I am not. You're a night owl. I'm a night owl. Exactly. And mornings are extremely difficult. Getting to sleep at night is extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. I'll toss and turn for hours. You know things like that. So it's it's tough. Yeah. In that regard, right there. Anyways, knowing I have to get up. Every morning mm-hmm. at that time. Yes. It's and what was your start time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Okay. Now what happened was I rolled into work about two hours late. Two hours late. Two hours late. So you get to work about ten o'clock. Yes. Uh, but you didn't call them to say that you had slept in and were on your way. Right. You just showed up to work. Well, yes, I didn't have time to call. I didn't think about calling. I was already that late. So I decided to just get up and go. Okay. Got it's, dressed it's, and gone. It's a decision anybody could have made. Yes. My phone wasn't uh, able to make phone calls while I'm driving. Plus that's dangerous and illegal. So I wasn't going to do that either. Okay. And so I got to work and said what happened. Worked for about an hour before the happening. The happening. The happening. Before they let you go. Before they gave me the old future endeavored. Yes. Ever so gracefully. Ever so gracefully. And that was in January. Of 2019 of this 2019 year. Of 2019 this year. Okay. So now, you're, you're on... I wasn't upset that I, like, I left that place. Yeah. I was looking for another job. And what I had wanted to do was take my two weeks vacation mm-hmm. and give them my two weeks notice. Nah. That's what I wanted to do. That didn't happen obviously and at this job you changed oil yes okay i was an oil change extraordinaire dipstick uh, a, know, a dipstick specialist if yes you will. okay that's right and so anyways i was tired of it i wasn't going any further i it was my no room for advancement no room for advancement i had hit the glass ceiling and i was stuck so so you, so you showed up late and got fired yeah basically okay i didn't show up late on purpose no it, it wasn't it but were, like I said, mornings tired. suck, and sometimes my alarms don't wake me up. Right. I sleep right through them. I, I can vouch for that. Yes, you can. And so that's what happened to me. So uh, then I was without work for almost two months. Which you can't pay bills if you, you don't have You can't pay bills in. if you're not working. Yeah. Um, so you got behind on some bills. I got behind on some bills. And it snowballed. As it does. As it does. Then I got a job. Mm-hmm. Working at Canadian Tire? At Canadian Tire in the garage. Doing what? Well, to my knowledge, I would be doing oil changes mm-hmm. and tire swaps and stuff like that. Okay. But I was doing more grunt work than anything uh. that was not oil changes and not actual work. Just the crap jobs. Nobody else wants to do it. Make Robin do it. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That was what I did at Home Depot. 
Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was one day uh, where I did like five oil changes. Yeah. And that took up the better part of my day because mm -hmm. you have so much to do. It's not a quick lane. It's go and it's tedious and lengthy. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, I did five of them. Okay, is that good it, or bad? That was great for me. Okay. Because I was finally doing something that I was familiar with. Yeah. And okay, but I don't have a passion for that. I don't love that. You're not passionate about changing oil? No. Imagine. Not, e no, but not even like working on cars either, though. Okay. There's, and and, and some people will be like, well, that's really weird, because a lot of guys love their cars and mm -hmm. love to do all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care. I I like certain ones, and sure, I want to get certain ones or have them, and when I'm rich in my big, you know, fancy garage with thirty five vehicles, but. I get it. You, you know, yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bring me joy. Okay. So that was another thing that I realized. Mm -hmm. So I was there for a month, and because I was on probation, I went to work one morning. I was there five minutes before they brought me in and um, let me go with no reason. Yeah, so... Off I went. Off you went. How long were you there for a month? A month. So enough to get two checks, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Not enough to really make a dent in the bills that you had? No. Okay. So you have all these bills, mm -hmm. uh, you have no money coming in, mm -mm. Uh, you have kids to support, Yes. you have a house to pay for. That's right. Car payments, insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all these bills, you couldn't pay them. That's right. So what happened? Um, well, where do, you, where, where, where do we start here? Okay, so... Um, there, there's, there, there, because there's a lot. There is a lot. There's a lot, and I don't know what to... You are free... To talk about as much as you're willing to talk about. Okay. Okay. I made a... Tactical error? Tactical error, yes. And had to try to save money where I could mm -hmm. and cut corners until I could find a steady income again. Right. In order to... Because the Sioux is very job sparse. It's yes. hard to get work there. It is. Mm -hmm. And even with connections, it's still difficult. Right. So... I had pretty much, I felt like I had exhausted all my options and, resources? options and resources at that point. Okay. The only other option for me would be to go on assistance. Right. Which you have too much pride for. Yes. I feel... Strongly that you don't want to do that. Exactly. Okay. I, and I understand what it's there for. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. And you could have used it. And I could have used it. And I was actually making the initial uh, attempts and steps to get uh, an interview with them and stuff but I couldn't I just couldn't I couldn't stomach it I couldn't handle it so couldn't do it so what I did was I cut the insurance off on my vehicle but I was really stupid and I did not buy a new plate sticker for the following year because your birthday's in February because my birthday is in February and so the sticker had expired in 2019 February yes but now we're in March yeah okay it was it was a, about three weeks into March Ah, okay. So you had no insurance on the car. No insurance on the car. An outdated sticker. And an outdated sticker. What happened? Well, uh, as I was traveling home, wouldn't you know it, a police cruiser pulls up on the street behind, or coming up behind me. Uh-oh. And he pulled me over because of my sticker. Okay. That was the only thing. Mm -hmm. But then, with that, came the... The license and registration. License and, and registration, and then the insurance, and then I had to come clean and tell them why I didn't have insurance and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it sucked. I bet it did. And it included my car getting impounded for seven days. Yeah. I had my, I was 
living off the last check I had from Canadian Tire. Right. Which went to pretty much getting my car taken care of. Yeah. That type of stuff. Okay. And, uh, you know, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. Okay. So there was a little bit of the silver lining. Yeah. It could have been anywhere between like a $5,000 fine that mm. I could have paid. Ouch. So I didn't have to pay that, at least. Right. So... So you got lucky. I got lucky. Okay. I got lucky so, there. So now you don't have a car. So now I don't have a car because I uh, couldn't afford the payments on that. So it went back to the dealership. It went back to the dealership. I self-repoed it. Okay. So. Which sometimes you have to do. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things have to be done. And that included losing my car, losing the house, because I can't afford the house. Right. When you have no job. No. Utilities, everything else, food, groceries, oh, no, couldn't. Yeah. Too many bills, not enough money. Exactly, exactly. So, decisions needed to be made. Yes. Discussions were had. They were had. And we all felt that the best course of action for myself was to come here. Now, why did you come here instead of moving in with Brother Curtis, who was still in the same town? Well, because there was no job prospects. So no job prospects. Really, no point. Really, no point. Okay. Um, I had offers to stay at other places, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like I had nowhere to stay. It yeah. wasn't like I'd be homeless. Okay. It's just I found it was getting too toxic there. It feels like there's like a poisonous fog around you. Okay. When you're there. And that's funny because every time I go back for a visit, it feels light and airy, and I'm glad to be there. Really? Yes. Okay. See, that's because that's how. When I leave the Sioux, yeah. and then when I would come here, yeah. it would be... The opposite. Uh, the opposite. Because for me, it's going back home. Yeah. And maybe if I lived there, it would be different. It, it would be. It, you would feel the same way, I'm sure of it. And also, uh, Brother Curtis does have a pretty big family that lives in that house of his. He, so, he does. Uh, I thought about that, and I even said, no, that's probably not a good idea. So, remind me and our listeners... How it was decided that you would come and live with Brother Sean. Me. How it was decided? Yeah, how, how did we figure that out? Um, did you, I, did, I think I messaged you and I said, Hey, you got any room for me or something like that? And you said, Oh, I was waiting for this. That's true. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what happened. Yes, now yeah. that I remember. Yeah, and I said, Yeah, I got room for you. I got a spare room here. Yeah. You, you can come stay here. We'll get you a job and get you all set up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that is my goal is to come here and heal properly. Because you're, you're back to square one, basically. I am. You have no money, you have no job, you have no car. No lights, no motorcycles. Not no, a single luxury. Not a single luxury. Right, right. So, so here you are, and Brother Sean is going to take care of you. Yes. And put you on the right track. On the right track. Even though half the time his life is a mess, <laughs> we're going to hold hands and get each other through the dark times. That's right. To be overly dramatic about things. Yes. and We're probably not actually going to hold hands. No, definitely not. We might sit beside each other on the couch. We might. Yeah, that's about as far as it's going to (laughs) go. Thank you. Yes. Um, But yeah, the dark times were looming and... The walls were closing in on me. The walls were closing in on me. And there was... And a lot of people are not really going to understand because I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people questioning... That, like, oh, he just up and left and he moved to Timmins? Well, because that's what I want to know. Because uh, I didn't tell a whole lot of people. I keep my private life private, and I don't post everything on social media for everybody to know. Right. And so... So here you are. Here I am. What I want to know is what is what it's like to totally uproot your life at this age 
and move to a completely different town. Like I did it. Uh, well, when I was nineteen, I, I moved from the Sioux to North Bay for school. Yeah. Stayed for seven years. When I was twenty six, I moved up here to Timmins. Right. And that was a big change, and I didn't have much support. I had the girl I was seeing at the time. Yeah. And my buddy Renee, who was here, and and a job to go to. So mm-hmm. I had the job. Yeah. And so there was that. And that was difficult at 26. Right. And I've thought about it in the years since, you know, like quitting my job or transferring to the Sioux as a mailman from, from here in Timmins to the Sioux or something. Yeah. But I've got a whole life here. I've, right. been, I've been here for a decade and a half. Yeah. My kid's here. My friends are here. I've got friends in the Sioux, but I've got a whole life here. Yeah. So I can't imagine doing it. It kind of scares me. And you're nine years, ten years, nine and a half years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? Because you've got kids in the Sioux. I do. I do have. I have kids in the Sioux. I have lots of friends in the Sioux. I have well, I, a, a pretty involved life in the Sioux. You do. You know, I don't think the reality of it is completely sunk in yet. Well, you've been here. But I've been here three days. As we're recording this, it's uh, Monday evening. Yes. And you got here pretty much Saturday morning at two in the morning because you left Friday evening and it Took was eight hours. Yeah, a white house condition. Yeah, that so, was great. So you've been here a couple days. Yeah. And uh, today, after work, I uh, took you around and uh, handed out resumes, and we picked up some food and supplies for living conditions. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. See, mm-hmm. see what kind of feedback you get from the em- possible employees, employers. That's right. Uh, uh, but, uh, are you feeling optimistic? Are you scared? Like, what are your, what are your feelings? Like, you have how much money in the bank right now? <laughs> like, less than $200. Less than $200. Yeah. And you have nothing that comes out automatically, though? Not on this account. Okay. So. So you're good. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm okay. And, and But I'll tell you, uh, how I'm feeling is actually, I'm feeling somewhat relieved okay. right now. Okay. Because I go... A lot of that other weight off my shoulders. Like the car? The car and all that extra stuff that I can't handle and deal with right mm-hmm. now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a little bit of that. I'm not missing anything yet. or Nothing sunk in, maybe? Yeah. Like, it's not... I mean, I've only been here for a few days. I'm used to coming here for a week at a time anyways. Yeah. So... Uh, do you have any fear about starting a life here? Like, we don't have, like, an end date for when you're leaving. No, there's uh, no end date, but initially the the uh, idea the idea was about a two-year stay mm-hmm. to rebuild and return a better version of me. Right, right. Because you, you feel like you've ruined everything? Yes. Is that how you feel? Yes. Or I, I feel like I've like, failed miserably okay. and completely. So you don't feel like life has happened to you. You feel like you've made these decisions and you've... I feel a bit of both. Okay. I feel like life has certainly not uh, handed me any favors. Right. And I like to blame it on the universe. Of course. That's... But I... And I've tried to even re... re or, uh, I've tried to adjust how I looked at things from before, Mm -hmm. where I used to blame the universe for everything. I would call it the curse of the universe, and I shouted, and I would challenge it all. Okay. And clearly nothing was working. Right. So I had stopped that within the last year and a half, and I tried to focus and be positive and be happy and try to think what I wanted to achieve 
And before the new year had started, I said, okay, 2019 is going to be my year. I'm going to rebuild, redesign, and reclaim it all. And da, 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 da. And then January hit, and then February hit, and it just... Well, as, as we're recording this, uh, it's April 29th. Mm-hmm. This will come out, I think, May 2nd. Uh, but it's still the beginning part of the year. So maybe the first part is crap, and maybe the second part is your year. To counter that, mm-hmm. I feel like that has been the pattern for the last nine years. Oh. The beginning of the year, within that first three to four months, there's always something. Some kind of crap. Some kind of crap, tragedy, destruction, what disorder, whatever mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. may be. And it's enough to knock you off your course. And so you spend the better part of that year trying to get back to where you were. Mm. And then just when you get back, and it's the just next when year. you get back, it's the next year and another derailment. And I feel like that has been going on year after year after year after year. Now, do you think it's your mindset causing that, or that's just a coincidence, and that's how life is for you, or are you? I, are you I, taking... I'm calling it like I sees it. Okay. And I, it I, just seems to be unfolding as that is. Yes. Uh, are you taking responsibility for some of the things that have happened to you? Absolutely. Okay. So I, you don't, I, I, I know who, who to blame when mm-hmm. the blame is needed to be pointed at myself right. or others or whatever the case may be. But I, I know where I've gone wrong. I know what I've done. I, You've made some incorrect financial decisions. Yes. And you, I think we all do. And uh, I know I have. It uh, happens. And I'm not proud of it. And I'm not happy with, uh, with any of it. But it is, it, it's happened. So one of the things you learned this year, and correct me if I'm wrong... Mm-hmm. But do not invest in Bitcoin by a guy you meet on Instagram. That would be absolutely correct. Okay. So you'll never do that again. I will never do that again. Okay. All right. That's for certain. And and we've talked about how to fix you up financially. Yes. And I think we've decided that when you uh, start working, your checks are going to go into my account and I'm going to give you an allowance and we're going to divide it up. Some rent money, some food money, some savings money, some money for your kids some money for you. Yeah. That's pretty much what we decided. I think so, and yes. And I think we're going to do that for the first six months. Yeah. And then reevaluate and see how you're doing. Yeah. That's what we've decided? I think that's what we decided. That's, that sounds fair? That sounds fair. Because I'm trying to help you. Yes. And you realize that. Yes. And I'm trying not to be a dictator. Right. and Because I, I don't respond well to dictatorship. You don't. No. I, I know. No, I know. not at all. So what I'd like to think is this is kind of like more of a partnership yes with with me taking financial responsibility for myself yes yes and is that overstepping my bounds or this is something that you need and want this is something i definitely need and want okay good now if there needs to be adjustments made Mm -hmm. accordingly then i will obviously voice my opinion on it of course and let you know what i would like to see yes because I'm just trying to help you out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and whatever you need is what I'm here for. I'm your older brother. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's, it's been years and years since I've had family around, other, other than my son. So everybody says, this is good for you, both of you, I think. Yeah. A- and people are like, you're, you're taking your brother in? <laughs> wow. You know, and, and they're all like, that's really impressive. And I'm like, well... Not really. I care about them. I'm going to take care of them. We, you know? We've always had a really good relationship, though. So yeah. it's not weird. No. Like, I, I told people I was going to go live with you here, and they're all like, oh, at least you've got a place to stay. Right. I'm like, right. exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not concerned about, you know, mm-hmm. about that. 
And, and so far, so good, would so, you say? Yeah. it's uh, This is uh, a nerd haven, so... It, it kind of is. I do have a lot of things. Yes, you do. Uh, it's going to take some adjustment for me. Absolutely. Living with somebody again. Yeah. Me too, because I was living by myself. You certainly were. After living with roommates for quite a while. Yeah. And... Finally had your own place for about six months. Yeah. About that? About six months. Yeah. And I lived like a king. You did. It was it was it was great. But I also realized a couple of things. That much house is too big for one person. Uh, you had a bit. You had a big yard. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, but the, house, the house size itself was, it was fine. It was a good size. It was just there's maybe too much property. But I mean, it was winter time where I lived there, so it's not like I got to do anything. <laughs> That's you know? true. Yeah, because you moved in in October, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and then there was snow, but yeah. So do you have any fears about uh, me being, well, I wouldn't say in charge of your life, but directing the currents of your river? Are you okay with it? I am okay with it. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. And uh, is there anything specific that you hope for out of this whole ordeal? Specific. Um, Nothing specific more than a healthy bank account. Okay. Well, I can definitely help you with that. Uh, Nothing that you're afraid of? I have no fears. Good. Other than earwigs and hornets and wasps. Okay. But that's... But you've you've lost everything. Yes. Would you say you're at rock bottom? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say there's rock bottom. This is this is pretty much it This for is me. pretty close? Yeah. Because there's nothing left to lose, really. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So... I, and I've taken myself out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure things could go a lot... Would have went a lot differently. And this is actually a nice little deep extra subject for for this episode Uh is see i don't like to ask for help no you don't no and if that was different where i did ask for help or decide to ask certain people for help i'm sure things would have been a lot different but i'm one of those people that i don't want to bother them Mm -hmm. i get it with my issues yeah so it's it's rare when i'll ask for help as well yeah yeah, i get it i and i is it healthy? Probably not. Probably not. And that's a, that's a you know it goes with this whole you cannot grow if you've been surviving the whole way that you've lived your life up until this point. You can't keep doing that. Can't do it, it, it can't won't... do the same thing expecting different results. Exactly, that's insanity. It is insanity. And what I've been thinking lately for my own self is uh, if you want different results, you have to change your thinking. Yes. And I've been trying to model that in my own life. And it's not easy. No. Because nobody's perfect. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. We're a couple of nobodies. Therefore, we're perfect. There you go. Because nobody's perfect. That's right. That's it. I like that. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you hear back from some kind of an employer soon. Yeah, let's hope so. I, I'm aiming to be employed by the end of this week. That would be so, good. That would be good. You know. Yeah, because I'm not rich. Right. Uh, I'm not going to let either of us starve, mm-hmm. you know. But I've got bills. Yeah. I've got a good job. I don't see any chance of not having the job. So we're not going to both be homeless. Right. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Because I don't know where we would go. Me neither. But, Because uh, I... Uh, the but, uh, choices are short and slim for those. I think we'll be okay. I think if, we'll be fine. If, I think uh, I think things will will be good. I think we'll be good too. Yeah. I think, we, I think we've got this covered. I think we'll be fine. Everything will be okay. And we'll figure it out together as we go along, as long as we keep talking. Yeah. And uh, you keep listening to me because I'm the older brother, and that's what's in the older brother rule book, as Curtis used to tell you. Oh, how could I forget? Because he would uh, 
tell you that quite often. Yes, I heard that uh, very much over the years. That's, I guess that's the end of the podcast uh, about so. your life. About my life. Uh, we'll, we'll do another one about other stuff later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll do a follow-up in a few months to see how things are going. Yeah, progress. Yes, progress is important. Progress podcast. Oh, there you go. Hey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so this has been episode 99. I think it's been a pretty great one. I think it's been a great one as well. Yes. Absolutely. So guess what? What? Next week is episode 100. Yes. And oftentimes podcasts do a great big pat on the back, self-congratulatory, hey, look where we are. We made it to episode 100. It's and a big number and a big... It is, because yeah. it's it's a big deal. That is. Not a lot of shows get that far. No. Uh, but I don't want to say, hey, look at me. Look what I've done. I've done 100 shows of awesomeness. So what I've been thinking about, how do we celebrate this? Do you mark the occasion? Probably. But... Uh, back in February, my good friend Stephanie came up and we recorded five episodes. Oh, wow. And I've been uh, slowly releasing them. She was on episode 90, 95. So I'm thinking one of the ones that we did is going to be episode 100. Ah, yes. So w- what that is, the third one we recorded was uh, her and I listening to episode 31 and then talking about that. And I think episode 31 is going to be episode 100. Like the episode 31 review show. Okay. And, and titles are hard, so I'm not sure what I'm going to call it. That's the hardest thing about podcasting yes. is coming up with a good catchy title to uh, draw the listeners in. Yeah. But uh, so what we're going to do for next week is homework for the listeners. If they haven't listened to episode 31, they should pre-listen to it before episode 100 comes out so they know what Stephanie and I are actually talking about. Ah. Uh, because as you know, I was absolutely in love with this girl. Right. In my university days. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out she was a lesbian. But I talked about my great love for her and stuff on episode 31. Oh, wow. Yeah, am- yeah, among yeah. other things. Yeah. So listeners should go listen to episode they 31. Should. And then they'll know what episode 100 was about. That's right. So I think that's awesome. Uh, another thing that I've started doing, well, I've only recorded one so far, but I'm calling them tactical minis. Oh. Have I told you about this? No. Okay. Oftentimes... I like to keep these episodes about 30 minutes or less. Right. This one's obviously gone a little bit longer. Yeah. But there's a lot to talk about. There is. But a tactical mini is like a two to five minute mini rant or dialogue or thought. That wouldn't be enough for a full 20 to 30 minute show. Okay. So what I'm going to do is record a bunch of tactical minis. I like that. And put them in a bunch and make that an episode. Nice. So I've only got one so far. But uh, I, I want listeners, if they have like a little mini rant, they could send it to us. Mini rants are fantastic. Yeah, mini rant or just a thought that they have could be any length of time. And if listeners would like to do that, just introduce who you are in the uh, voice clip. Say your thing and I'll, I'll include it in a future show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soulforge Podcast. Be featured here. At gmail.com. At the Soulforge. That's right. And they can do it on their phone with their voice notes. Yes. And just email Easy. It. Easy peasy lemon yep. squeezy. And I'll edit it and make sure the sound quality is good. If they want to do that. Uh, Even better. It's hard to describe what this is. Because yeah. I haven't put out an actual episode yet. But it's coming. Yeah. One of these days. I'm hoping to do a bunch of them every few months. Once I figure out exactly mm-hmm. how to do it. But that's it. That's uh, This has been episode 99. And I had a lot of fun. I hope you did. Yes. And Always fun to be here. There's, there's lots to... Uh, keep in mind because of this and what we're going to do with you going forward and that's right how this living situation is going to work out Mm -hmm. Uh, but until the next time listeners thanks for coming by the forge and listening to us talk about 
random things. Remember, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com, uh, soulforgepodcast.com for all the social media links and uh, all the stuff. And uh, if you could review our shows in iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice, that's always good. It uh, helps us be better found in uh, podcasting land. Yeah. Yep. So until next time, thanks again for everything. And remember, I know you're going through a lot right now. Just know, you did this to yourself. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via SoulForgePodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit SoulForgePodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. What is that? That's the chair. That's the stool. Just oh. creaking. Okay, all right. Greetings and salu- Greetings and salutations. This is episode 99 of the Soul Forge podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 99. I'm here with my brother, Robin, and we're going to talk all about the new adventures of his life. How are you today? I'm not too bad, and how are you? I'm terrific. Good. Good. Uh, so, this is episode 99. The, the great one. I would... So this is episode 99? Yes. Uh, episode 99. I was going to make a joke about Wayne Gretzky, but it wasn't going to be a very great one. Ah, I see what you did you there. You see what I did there? I see That's what you did bad. there. That's not bad. I, I was thinking about it all day, how to make that funny, but... Uh, I almost took the wind out of your sails there. Y- you did. I had to delete that <laughs> part, so... Sorry about that. Yeah, I had no, no idea that was coming. I guess we think alike. I guess we do. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.